listeners, welcome into January the 28th of Louise Jar. I was going to say, what was I saying there? <laughs> yeah, we're getting to the end of the month and I've had another busy day. I hope that you've had a lovely January day today. Uh, Saturday, so if you've not been working, then I hope whatever you were doing was worthwhile. You might have been busy, but you might have got some productive stuff done. So I'll pat yourself on the back, hopefully get a little bit of knitting or crochet time in tonight, or even some sewing, or just whatever you're doing. I hope that you get some to do what you want time tonight. I today was thinking about doing the RSPB British Garden Bird Watch, but uh, part of it was because it was busy doing uh, kitchen stuff. Today was handle day, ooh, and part of it was um, Boss and Sandy about to do his engineering studying. I've learned more about engineering science that I didn't know I needed to know, um, and. Part of it was because I was outside, but whilst I was outside, I was burning things. We've got quite a lot of bits of wood that um, won't fit in our wood fire, so we were burning them outside along with a, a bit of cardboard. And it was great. But partly because of that, no birds in the garden. So I didn't get to do it today, but I still have tomorrow. Now, the RSPB, who is Royal Society of Protection of Birds in the UK, run a, a weekend in January to count the British, or, well, the birds in the gardens of the UK. And you sign up and then you count how many blackbirds, sparrows, um, whatever, that you see in one hour over the weekend. And then they put the statistics together and see how we're getting on with birds. Now, there is actually, and I didn't know this until today, a thing that they want they do for farms as well, where you count how many birds is on a farm, which is a fair bit bigger than your little garden or your big garden. It depends which window you're going to look out as well. Um, and they do think that the numbers of birds in the UK are declining. Now, part of that is to do with uh, avian flu and there are other factors in there as well. Partly because of climate change, partly because habitats, habitats have changed in different farming practices or um, building on places where there was natural stuff before or maybe they've gone up in certain places but the powers that be are looking to see and understand why and where the bird numbers are going up. So if you don't think that it's really worth it, it is, is actually because our birdie friends are there and they need a little bit more help than maybe they have had recently. So the fact that we can all gang together and just sit and look at birds for an hour, which do you know what? It's going to do absolute marvels for your mental health, sitting and staring at birds for an hour. Um, and then the powers that be can put things into place and hopefully encourage more numbers of birdies with better habitats. And birds in themselves are part of the food chain 
and the great cycle of life. Oh no, it's not that word, is it? Is it? The Lion King song. I can't get past the power of love. And that is very much not the Lion King song. Anyway, I know you're all shouting at me. I can't be bothered turning it off and looking uh, to see actually what it is. Uh, yeah, my dinner's being made right now. And I'm lazy that way. So listeners, there's lots of knitting things that we could do for birds. Um, I'm going to mention two designers. In fact, three. I'm going to mention the first one first because I just had to look her name up. There is a hat and it's stranded colourway and it's a curlew hat and it's by Linda Shearer. And I've seen a few people who had made these hats and I think I quite like one. I love hearing the curlew song when I'm outside and we get quite a lot of curlews around our area. So I really, really like this. And then for... Um, making little knitted birds so we've got little knitted teddy type of birdies um, you've got Sue Stratford and Knitting and Gin on Instagram and she has got some wonderful patterns for birds, not just British birds but there's flamencos in there and I think there's other birds as well, possibly a turkey but the Great British Birds book that she's got is very, very good. And it's actually, I didn't realise that I was doing entrelocke until I was doing it. And her explanations are really, really good. Another birdie fan is Erica Hauser. I mentioned her the other day for her mittens with Birdzone. And she has got quite a lot of patterns with stranded colour work in hats and gloves and other things actually I don't know if she has other things but her stranded colour work for the bird hat that I made is very good and um, the blue and white mitten that I looked up the other day was really really lovely as well there are loads and loads and loads of bird patterns out there for you Either to make the little tweedy birds so you can have your own uh, avery of birdies, of teddy birdies. Or you can have them on your hat or your gloves or your scarf or your shawl or your jumper. Um, either inspired by or with the stranded colour work picture on or entrelocke picture. Um, I'm just saying that because I like the word entrelocke. Just make you sound like you're speaking French, doesn't it? On look. It's like on route. I'll stop now. <laughs> but, as you know, I love birds. I love watching their tweety ways. I love watching all the different types of birds. And I have an app called Bird Merlin to find out what the call of the bird is that I can hear but can't quite get close enough to see. And I can hear it tween. And it just gets a bit frustrating. And... Um, it does help you identify them by picture as well, but they, I use it particularly just for um, sound. And when I was in Tenerife, did I tell you I was in Tenerife? Yes, I think I did. Um, I was hearing these birdies and I went, oh, I wonder what they are. So I opened Bird Merlin and it says, I see you are in a different place. Would you like the sound bite for where you are? And I went, 
yeah, I'm on Wi-Fi just now. So I downloaded the sound bite because your different regions have got different sound bites. And I got it for that part of the world. And it's not quite as good as where I am just now, but it, well, it did identify the birds. And I got some really cool different birdies, but also surprisingly, a robin. A Eurasian robin was in Tenerife over Christmas. And um, oh, I think it was like familiar sound. Maybe the canary birds are sort of similar sound to the birds I'm used to hearing. And then it came up with Eurasian robin and I went, oh, there you go. I knew that robins migrate, but I did not know that they migrated down to the Canary Islands or perhaps live there. So maybe that's something else I could look up. And then there was actual Canary. And that was really cool. Because in my head, a canary is either yellow or green. I know you get green ones because we used to own a green canary. And um, they were kept as pet birds. But I knew at some place that they came from the wild somewhere. And I suppose the clue was in the name, canary. But these little kiddies were brown because I saw them quite close up. And then I saw pictures of them as well. And I was fair tickled by that. I really, really loved hearing the different birds over there and then being able to actually being able to identify them was really quite cool. I could see really a little bit more about one. And then I came home and I had identified a few more. And then when I was picking Sandy up from high school the other day, I was parked up. I could hear a bird tweeting through my window of my car. And I thought, oh, I wonder what that is. That's really nice. Sing his little heart out. So I went the window down whipped out bird merlin and it was a eurasian robin probably not the same one but they've got such a beautiful song and they're worth sitting and listening to and then there was a few other different types that i don't get around my garden so this is one of my favorite apps to use of what really annoys richard when all of a sudden he'll stop and go oh, 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 oh bird 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 merlin and he looks and she was there a second ago where's she going <laughs> And then he starts talking, what are you doing? And I'm, shushed, I'm bird marling. So I hope tomorrow that I can do the actual RSPV bird watch because when I'm talking about it, I'm thinking, yes, I must do that because it is quite important. And if we all do that, they'll have lots and lots of data and statistics to run through and then they can have more information to keep the birdies that we love very much and sometimes maybe the birdies that we don't love very much in the right place at the right time. Because I'm quite sure that there are some seagulls or uh, pigeons or what else birdies are annoying. Sometimes sparrows can be annoying. Um, that annoy you. However, there might not be. But birds got a right to live the same as every other thing. <laughs> I said the other day. <laughs> That's a quote from Edward Josie Wales. Right, listeners. Have a lovely Saturday and I shall speak to you tomorrow. I'll keep on crafting it.